Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Flash production delayed until 2019. Aquaman campaign kicks into high gear and Batman and Superman are nowhere to be seen. Today on DC Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. We're not going to do it because it's two of us? Of course. Oh. I was just being dramatic just until I brought time. it up to me. Oh. Yeah. I was going for like a slow Zack Snyder like, Tonight! So is that the Snyder cut? Did oh my god, that would have been awesome. Like they put the rings together at the uh, end. I just had like a flash forward of like the Green Lantern Corps by Zack Snyder, how that would go. Can you keep the conversation going so I can tweet out from yes, myself? Yes, keep tweeting. <laughs> Welcome everyone. Welcome to uh, another episode of DC Movie News here on the Popcorn Talk Network. I'll be one of your two hosts today. My name is Adam Gertler. You can find me online at Adam Gertler on other, all the social media handles. And I'll be joined... By my co-hostess with the mostess, mm. the crown jewel of the DC movie news universe. You know her as Roxy Stryer because her name is Roxy Stryer. It's a good thing to know me by my name. Yeah, call me by my name. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Do you see what I did there, everyone? Your NPR today. I kept it NPR so that Roxy had to match my energy, and she didn't do one of her silly dances. You're welcome. You're welcome. Do see you low-key love my silly dances, though? Just I do, wondering. but I wanted to mix it up. Just wondering. Uh, I have to apologize for the lateness of our start time. If you're one of the several hundred people that like to watch us live, uh, I got up a little late today. I had to get some stuff together. I was just late. There's no good excuse for it. Don't you love that when people own it, though? They don't come in and they're like, oh, the traffic. I mean, always the traffic. You can't complain about that here. That's a part of life here. I just woke up late, had to eat breakfast, had to get ready to get out of town. What did you eat for breakfast? Uh, I had a big scramble of lots of leftover stuff. There were some uh, mushrooms, Sausage. broccolini. Uh, there was some ham that I brought back from Italy, some pecorino <gasps> truffle cheese. They let cheese. you bring the ham back from Italy? No, they don't. They don't let you. You mm. got you to look right into the customs, man. And they say, do you have any meat or fruit or vegetables? And I say, no. No, I do not, no. sir. And I just put myself out there in the most public of ways. No, I just said, I guess sir. you'd lose my global entry. Well, don't do that. They did stop me when I came back into the country, even though I had global entry. smelled the ham on you. Because of an arrest over 12 years ago. Is that true? (laughs) Yeah. What were you arrested for? Uh, DUI. Mm. Don't drink and drive, kids. It was in a time before Uber or Lyft, and I had slept the night over at a friend's place and got up and was like, I'm fine. It's five in the morning. Wow, it was the next day. That'll it was the kill next day, you. but I got into an accident. Oh, got breathalyzed, had to go Everybody to jail. Was fine, went to LA County Jail. Yeah, except, that, except our cars were not fine. Mm. It really messed my life up, so I recommend not doing it. Expensive, too. Uh, very expensive. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's you know, emulating the, the behavior of your heroes that will keep you from avoiding 
uh, these sort of uh, pitfalls in life, uh, much like heroes, I, like yes, yeah. like the heroes of the DC universe. You know, I've always looked to comic book heroes as sort of the the arbiter of morality and like how you should try to be. Who's your Who's your role model? Hero role model. I mean, hero role model. It's hard to do better than like Captain America. Yeah. I mean, and I and I always love reading Captain America comic books. I always love Batman comic books. But yeah, Batman's Captain a tough America- hero to have though. You, you don't like uh, role model model hero. I well, mean. The, the thing with Batman, too, is he, he's, you can't lose the fact that he's insanely rich mm-hmm. as part of his thing and damaged. And, like, when you get into, like, a Captain America or a Spider-Man or even a Flash, say, like, when you have the hero that does it just because they do it. Uh, you know, I was playing the, the Spider-Man video game the other day, and one of the great things they capture about that, um, and I know this is all about DC movie news, so uh, if you don't like Spider-Man, uh, <laughs> is they get the idea that, like, Spider-Man is always behind the eight ball like he's never has money his relationships are never going well like they nail all that stuff so much in the video game that like the pressure of being spider-man and then sometimes the only release is going out and swinging through the city so as a child i felt i could relate to any of that like any whatever stupid stresses were whether it was being unpopular or not doing your homework or anything the idea of I can't escaping being unpopular into, um you know whatever nobody ever feels popular i'm sure um, you know, everybody, everybody feels alone. I mean, like for me, that was, you know, comic books were something that I had that I really couldn't share with anyone. There wasn't as big a social thing around them at the time. And I would get stacks of comics and devour them. This is, you know, pre-internet, pre every kind of distraction, pre-social media. Um, and I felt comics were my own private club. So I understand the fandom that has led to shows like this has led to people being so DC, so Marvel, because like you feel like you're part of a gang, you're part of a crew, and anyone else is on the outside. And I guess, you know, when, you know, it gets compromised, it's kind of like people are like, well, hey, that's my thing. Like, I can make fun of my family, but you can't kind of thing. Someone in the chat, Johnny, Venom is my role model. Venom Hmm. is your role model. Interesting. I saw Venom this week. Any good? I saw Venom the other day. You are you I Team did, Rocks took, or Team Mike? I took the Mike? Roxy Stryer approach. I had all the edibles. I had everything yeah, I could have fun. before. Um, and I really, I enjoyed a lot of it, but it was stupid as hell. It was not a good movie. And Venom kind of looks stupid. like shit sometimes. Like, he does not, after seeing, like, some really good realized characters, like, the actual main guy, I'm like, kind of looks like ass. Can you argue that? No, I don't disagree. But I don't disagree. I do get the cheesy, corny, Eddie Venom thing that people liked. I like too. I like it. Yeah, I do. But I mean, what the hell was the thing about? I don't know why people cared about that post credit scene. It was the stupidest freaking post credit scene I've ever seen in my life. The mid credits or the post credits? Oh, was there two? Yeah. Oopsie. The Spider Verse one? Oh, what was the Spider-Verse one? Oh, shit. Never mind. Oh, For no. all the people out there, never oh, no. mind. I only saw the. Uh, uh, oh, I guess I can't spoil anything. Oh my yeah. god, I, I I screwed it up. You did. You messed up. Damn it! I uh, will say that Into the Spider Verse looks really good. Well, I, talking about you know only what, DC movie news. You know knows. what I will say is that I just witnessed myself do a Nevermind dance watching on YouTube, and I am in agreement with you that my dances don't look particularly great. Yeah, yeah I was trying to trying to stop you're them trying without to save me. You're reaching trying to out me. to you. I was trying yeah. to intervene without having that intervention, without having the awkward conversation. Maybe we should talk some news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, guys, welcome to DC Movie News. It's, you know, there's not a 
ton of really huge breaking stories. So I guess that's that. You know, it, you'll have to forgive. Kind of more Yeah, you'll have to forgive the meandering intro. But one thing we did here on the, uh, 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 well, I guess these two stories are kind of. R- it's r- almost reversed because. Yeah. So the Flash production has been delayed at least until 2019. So we have our two directors. Uh, I forget their name, John and what's his name, the Game Night guys. Who uh, once, yeah. now once they came on and they were about the seven or eighteenth. Uh, directors slash writers to come on to this Flash project in the past 24 months. Um, I was excited because they made a really, really funny movie. Um, so I guess now the question is, so this movie hasn't been greenlight. It's important for everyone to realize. When they say production's been delayed, there are productions that are in D, right? This one is in the D. Yes, kind of. Hardly in the D. And then, yeah. well, I think what people don't realize is Warner Brothers spends... Hundreds of millions of dollars developing movies that don't get made yes, over the years, yeah. as we know from 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 the uh, Superman movie with Nicolas Cage. And, and you all have that. to think about remember when when yes, the directors and all of that, but we also went through an entire time period where we thought this was going to be a Flashpoint movie because we thought we were going to have built to that point, and they're discovering that that didn't work. So scrapping the concept, changing the production team. Uh, and, and who is developing this. And now with other changes going on with possibly the second piece of news, which we'll get into, but right. the loss of maybe some other characters focusing on more movies like the Harley movie, uh, Birds of Prey or Supergirl or the Joker movie. And kind of safer and bets. All of the like things, when you start to put those the together, singles it's like, that we're hitting yeah. just hitting these little singles. They seem to be taking a step back. Flash is taking that step back with them. Now I'm not saying it's never going to happen. I'm kind of, I might think that it's not, but I'm, I'm not positive. We're pushing it. Okay. We're just pushing it, which I, I do feel kind of bad for the actors and the people. Well, well, okay, so related to the actors, a lot of people will point out that Ezra Miller is a is a favorite of Warner Brothers and that they're going to go right into production on Fantastic, Fantastic Beasts 3. Three. Three. Mm-hmm. So in, in almost like a situation where they're like looking at the, the cards that they had on the table, there's plenty of DC movies in development, and these directors having come on to the project fairly recently – you know, I was one saying before, like, why well, I really don't know if we're ever going to see Ezra Miller as the Flash again, because while I don't think anybody had a big problem with him, I just don't see, like, it was so sticky that it was a make or break for a Flash movie for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I it's do. Not gonna be I, like, I happen to have the, the problem with him, remember. Right, you Not him crazy. in general. I love Ezra Miller's performances usually, but in this particular film. But it's not Ezra Miller that I'm concerned about uh, when I'm saying I feel bad for the actors. Like, Kiersey Clemens has been... <laughs> Yeah. Waiting. Yeah. That's their Iris West and that's been that's been pushed and pushed. And remember there's supposed to be a lot more for Injustice League originally. Yeah. And then Ixnay on the Kiersey Clemens yeah. Justice League A. Eh? It kinda sucks, right? Like you're in the you're an actor that 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 comes up in like these great smaller projects. You finally like sign into like the big league, which is like this could be a lot of work for a long time, a lot of exposure, which could lead I'm to a Iris lot of opportunities. Mother West. And then this kind of stuff happens, and it's really sad. I mean, yes, you're saying that, but I'm also I think it's worse for Henry Cavill. You know what I'm saying? Like because nobody has been a better proponent, like a better out there. Pro DC guy from day one. But I don't think it's worse for him because he is very well known at this point, yeah. especially with he has a whole ma- he has part of one of the biggest franchises of all time, the Harry Potter franchise. You don't feel bad for Henry Cavill. You think it's easy for him to just meet girls? <laughs> yes. Yes. It and, is. Gu- and and more importantly, guys. Guys, whatever he wants. Yeah. 
he'll he'll have guys that never even considered being with another guy. He'd be like, yes, but she'll be there too. Let's just all love each other. Yeah, I'm yeah. making Superman into a Lothario because what do you think he's doing? Not making Superman movies. He's having love fests, which is exactly what I'd be doing. Is it an orgy situation? I'm trying to be a little bit more PG, mm. so I'm saying love Some fest, sensuality, some sensuality. Um, so in this Variety article talking about the delay of the Flash movie, and I do want to hear what the chat roll thinks. A, do you think the Flash movie's gonna happen? B, do you think Ezra Miller is still going to be in it? And by the way, not just the chat roll, because if you want to, of course, you can join us on Popcorn Talks YouTube page every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. When I say 1 p.m., it's a very loose 1 p.m. But if you're on ooh, iTunes, ooh, listen, I that wasn't told a shot at you. you. I tried sh- to get here. It's not a shot at you. I just noticed that we we always uh, it's more uh, like a 115. It's a looser start, it's a guys. Looser. But you can also join us uh, and listen to our podcast on iTunes and let us know what you're thinking there. Or, of course, if you're not tuning in live, you can talk to us on YouTube afterwards by leaving a comment and a thumbs up. You can go back to what you were saying now. Yeah, no, it was exactly. My, my smooth. No, 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 it was great. Little no, need, no need to. It was great. So that was my transition. <laughs> just to be clear. So, so back um, to you. The article also says because there's really no current Batman and Superman plans. This kind of do you have the specifically? I, how it I will pull it up right so now. Is, but it was guys, also. Buried I, so, so in here. The reason why it's relevant, guys, is because the same rumors are kind of coming up again and again, and we're hearing there's not going to be any development on Matt Reeves' Batman, also until later in 2019, or production starting, and no current plans for Superman. So that means not even in development, let alone greenlit, because there is no sequel to Man of Steel. We don't know the future of Henry Cavill. Um, Warner Brothers has been doing a total shift away from how they're doing DC films, but it's confusing to a lot of people because you got Momoa coming out in his Aquaman film. You got Godot still coming out in her one Roman film. So it's hard to say reboot. It's been a very weird, tumultuous sort of turn, and they're doing that through things like the Joker movie, Getting out of the continuity completely. And they're also doubling down with Harley Quinn, with Margot Robbie, it seems like, which is smart. But I'm really happy that's not going to happen in a Suicide Squad, too. So this was initially the Flash news was announced in a Variety article. And the last paragraph of this long Variety article says that the studio is not currently moving forward with Batman and Superman movies featuring Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill, respectively. Right. Uh, And then it said other things if it didn't just move. So that little... Bullshit uh, or whatever that there was. It is expected to recast The Dark Knight with a different actor yeah. for director Matt Reeves' upcoming Batman solo outing. Guys, here's the thing. You know, a lot of people I've heard that are just crazed that 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 Warner Brothers is not putting Superman forward. It's their biggest moneymaker. Man of Steel 2. Man of Steel 2. Man Look Steel at two. Uh, uh, the death of Superman. How did that production came out, right? Didn't happen. Look at Superman Returns. Failed to launch a sequel. Man of Steel, okay? Did not set the world on fire. A lot of people wanted a sequel. WB didn't commit. They made a half measure, BVS. They tried to give the Snyderverse. Big whiff there. There have been a lot of swings and misses with Superman movies. Look at Superman 3, Superman 4. These were not successes. WB sold the rights to canon or whatever and they made Christopher Reeve Superman uh, movies on the shoestring after the first two so you really only have the first two Superman films from 1980 was when the second one came out or 82 or 81 uh, where it was like out and out successes so they haven't had a successful Superman movie in 40 years so 
I totally understand what you're saying, Roxy, that, yeah, you recast Batman because he's James Bond. He hits it out of the park more than he hasn't, right? Now look at the Batman track record. Even Forever and Batman and Robin, I believe, probably made money. I think they probably made a lot of money, even though they sucked. Yeah, I would guess so, too. So Batman has had so much success, Superman has not. So all these people that are, like, incensed that, that DC isn't, Warner Brothers isn't moving for Superman, they haven't figured it out. It's tough. I completely agree. And I Wow. I didn't see that coming. No, I completely agree. I understand people out there who want Man of Steel too because Superman's their favorite character. They actually really liked the first Man of Steel and they want that. But I don't think it's a big picture mentality. I think it's small picture mentality. Because if we do a Man of Steel two, now what? Yeah. Now it, what? It, so we did it. Maybe it's good. I think now what? I think that what Warner Brothers has to be doing, and this would be the only smart thing, is to let the quality of the film determine the production schedule, which is what they've said. Meaning that when somebody has a great take on Superman, when there is a film that is bursting at the seams to be made, that's when they have to take the shot. Rather than saying, well, we need to get this Man of Steel because we have our Henry Cavill. Let's make this work. It's got to be like someone saying, like, no. We're going to take our time, and I hope it's this Flash movie, where they're like, yeah, it doesn't matter that you announced the Flash movie, or you didn't announce a Flash movie, or you're going to do Flashpoint, or Ezra Miller was announced. This Flash movie has to get made, because holy shit, we have something that you haven't seen in terms of so, speedster movies, in terms of time travel movies. A lot of our chat is completely disagreeing with us, and I have really? to. Yeah, because they want Man of Steel 2. They say, what comes after Man of Steel 2? Well, Man of Steel 3, of course. They're also pointing out that Man of Steel did make money, so they're saying from a financial perspective. But didn't perspective, set the world on fire. Yeah, didn't set the world on and fire. And it was really not. critically marred. Listen, guys, and I'm not even saying who wants a Man of Steel 2. I do, too. All I'm saying is if you look at the history of Superman films... Can you be surprised that they're being hesitant? You haven't had an out-and-out success in over 40 years. Man of Steel 2 was split. I mean, it made money. It was critically split, and and they didn't move forward. You know, it did not set the world on fire the way, and certainly BVS didn't. I do believe they have a 70-something on Rotten Tomatoes, which is so insane to me, Man of Steel. No way. Yeah. I think it's in the 50s. Mm, I'll check right now. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's like a 56 or a 58. Um, not that that means anything, but, and, and I'm, I'm a big fan. You've never had, um, you know, you've never had an as accurate Superman. The guy looked like he was oh, out of the you're comics. Right. What is it? The audience score is 75, which is what I was thinking. Oh, it's 55, okay. 55. Is, 55. The, is the critic. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, but whatever. Um, listen guys, I want Superman as well as the next person, but all I'm saying is I can't be too surprised. That I do too. I love Superman. It, it just seems like these other choices that they're making are, there's less risk to them because every time you put a Superman out there, it's going to get so much attention and they've had so many flops. Um, anyway, uh, should we move on from those uh, yeah. initial topics? Yeah, because we still don't, anyway, still and, so, no, so, and, no, and that, but we didn't talk about Ben Affleck, but, but Batman, like. What do you think? Any chance you ever see Ben Affleck as Batman again? Just... I do think that there is a chance. I think it's about one. Wow. Per- I think it's about one percent. I think it's very, 1%. very. I think it's very, very small. I think that he is. I was listening to, and I've referenced this so many times now because it was great. You should check out Matt Damon on The Ringer. But Matt Damon was talking about Goodwill Hunting and obviously Ben Affleck in general, and he was saying to people, "What you guys don't understand." Is one of the main reasons when you're Ben Affleck, you take a role is to impress your kids. That's yeah. what, at this point in our careers, we're taking roles that yeah. we want to, imp- he wants to impress his family. Yeah. That's what, that is what it's about. And so when that doesn't happen, 
when it's not impressive because yeah. of XYZ. That's the lame Batman movie. It's not the same. It doesn't have the same appeal. And he was like, that. sometimes people are making decisions based off something you're not even factoring hey, in. Hey, Dad, it's cooler that you're dating Playboy models than being Batman. Can you do more Playboy models and less Batman, Dad? Well, because his kids like went through yeah. puberty at this point. They've taken so so long to make the movies that they're all grown up, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, "Dad, just let me borrow the card. Put your stupid bat suit away." <laughs> Probably, <laughs> but I think I think that right now he's getting healthy. He's getting well. He's working on that. There's very very little chance that we see him again. So, but what about that never bullshit bullshit friend that? that- ridiculous quote that was like and he's really excited about Batman again and I don't know that seemed so phony did, though yeah too. it did it did but people pointed everybody to and their mother claimed to be friends with people um, we don't have this in the role but I just saw that Ben Affleck is doing uh, a rare uh, fan show appearance like he's doing mm. like a Comic Con I didn't thing. see that yeah check this out let me because why would he be walking into the lines then if he's not gonna like Say something? Say something, yes or no. And I would have so much respect for him. If it was no, that he was not going to be Batman if it came from him, that would be... uh, But I just don't understand. Like, how is he going to uh, a fan expo type thing and going to avoid Batman badgering? I'm not saying... How how is that helping you get better? Okay. Uh, It's from comicbook.com. Batman uh, actor Ben Affleck to make rare convention appearance at Celebrity Fan Fest, uh, which is in San Antonio, Texas. He's like, only Goodwill hunting questions, please. There will be no questions about Batman honored. Thank you. My favorite movie of all time. Really? Yeah. Great. Number one. I'm a Boston girl. Sure. Couldn't be more excited to welcome Affleck to Celebrity Fan Fest and offer his many fans this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to meet him in person. Yeah, he's got to be careful. (laughs) We'll see what he says. You think that's an expensive ticket? Is that one of those, like, couple hundred bucks to get the whole uh, signature picture? To actually meet him? Oh, my God. It's a couple hundred bucks to meet D-list actors that to were... Meet D. Snyder from the, Twisted Sister? Yeah. That'd be great. Uh, all the Twisted Sister fans out there. Aquaman's um, campaign, the advertising, is kicked into full gear. And we know that because there is a TV spot. I like the TV spot. So we got a new joke in there. You're, are we going to watch it? Yeah, I think we should Let's watch it. it. It's Just short enough. The TV spots are 30 seconds. Let's watch some Aquaman stuff. Fish boy from the TV. <laughs> it's fish man. Bitch. You could unite That's what I hear. I love, I like the fish man. Yeah, me too. I think this looks so cool right here. The world needs something more. I just. Oh. I'm. St- yeah! Oh. Like the full on Metallica. Yeah! Uh, yeah! Uh, it's like Jim Brewer doing like total uh, Metallica Hetfield. Um, so I'm, I'm starting to get worried that like we're see- we've seen bits of all the major set pieces of this film. So I'm like a little bit have that little feel like oh, am I starting to see too much? I feel you. I don't think so though. I hope not. I uh, hope not. I'm so By the very way, excited. going back, I, uh, it's two hundred and fifty dollars with a picture says Ginger in the chat, which is pretty good. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I'd say it's worth it. Go get your picture with Ben. Um, I, I definitely like the spot. Still very excited. So, w- what did you think of the spot? I've liked everything that we've seen since the, I mean, since the massive trailer that came from the Comic Con. Yeah. So, one thing we talked about was like how much money this was going to make, and I was like, this could make 120 million and everything. And I, I really believe that after this film. But then somebody pointed out all the films that are opening that weekend, which yeah, I had forgotten. It's unreal. I've never seen anything Bumblebee, like that. Same- it is, 
Bumblebee is the same, same exact, exact audience, and Bumblebee looks so good. I've never liked a single Transformer movie and before this looks Venom. Amazing. They played six superhero trailers, every freaking one, glass, everything. It was kind of awesome. Um, and um, Bumblebee looks really good. It, like, it looks like the Transformer movie that I always wanted, and like with Optimus Prime looking like himself and sounding like himself. And at same as Aquaman, same as Mary Poppins, and then Spider Verse. Before that, there's nowhere to Mary go. Mary Poppins is on the same date. Same date, and then what? Bumblebee is yeah, two days before. No, no, Mary Poppins is not the same date. It's two days earlier, right? It's the Wednesday. Yeah, I believe. But it's so. still the same weekend. Let's check it out. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. That's what's going on. And then there's still another one or two that's also opening in there. Like some other- a, it, It's a really tough time because the next weekend, too, you've got to think about how much you're going to make, uh, how much loss you're going to fall off for the next so, weekend. So I'll give you – I'll tell you exactly what's happening at that time. I, I will make this prediction, and, and you guys tell me what you think. If Aquaman does not get a great critical and early buzz – and it, it because it doesn't seem like it's going to be able to have a hundred million dollar opening weekend. It seems like there's going right. to be like a scrum, and you're going to have to be something that people want to go to in that following Christmas weekend. Which, so, granted, you have those great weekends coming up with days where people are off and a lot of movie watching to go to. Let's check out the weekend before, which is December fourteenth, which has Spider Man into the Spider Verse, which opening. looks insanely good. Then on December nineteenth, Mary Poppins, which is that Wednesday. December twenty first, which is the Friday, is Aquaman, as we know, Bumblebee. Like we just talked about, a movie that looks like garbage to me, but other people are laughing at for some reason. Holmes and Watson. First that of all, trailer I was... just want to let you guys know right now is one of the times I feel so happy to be Jewish at Christmas time. I'm going to be just driving yeah. around LA. I know when everybody's with their families seeing movies. And then the last one, Mel- uh, Welcome to Marwin, which actually looks amazing. The Robert Zemeckis film yes, with Steve, Steve Carell, yes. and it's like ha- that is also partial live action, partial stop motion. Right. Whatever it is. What weekend is that? That's the same weekend, okay. December 21st. Now so that's all probably... four of those are opening. Uh, and then on December 25th, which is Christmas Day, which is that Tuesday, Vice is opening, which looks awesome. Vice? Yeah. Have you not seen the trailer no. for Vice yet? Oh, it looks so good. I'm the man. It's the uh, Christian Bale as Cheney movie. Oh, well, of course. Oh, oh wow. Okay. And so that's your real Christmas drama movie. Yep. But it really looks like the main things that are hurting Aquaman potentially Bumblebee, are... Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Spider-Verse. Yes. Mary Poppins. Yes. And I honestly even think Holmes and Watson because it's... Oh, yeah. And when is Holmes and Watson? The same as Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's nuts. Because I want to see Holmes and Watson, too. Well, a lot of people do. It's like looking very so brown. That, that's why I really think I know it seems like redundant to say this, but like if it doesn't, if Aquaman doesn't have great critical buzz, it can't rely on just an opening weekend to save it. It isn't Star Wars, so it's not going to just trump everything at the box office because it—that's what you do so during do that you, time. So did all these movies do this? Yeah, obviously they did because Star Wars took this season off, and it was like ah, December, December, and everybody just landed and they're like, oh no, I'm here, I'm here, I'm not taking my foot off. Yeah, I I know a Paramount ton has, of people who are saying that that weekend they are going to see Bumblebee. Well, this is the thing because Paramount did not have a hit with their last their last couple of Transformers movies were hits, but they were on a downward trajectory. And I think the last one made a lot less domestically 
by a large factor, mm-hmm. but it seems so. A lot is on the line for Paramount with the Transformers movie, uh, and a lot for Warner Brothers too. I mean, we'll see. But I like we'll I like what see. we've seen. I like that TV spot, and um, my fingers are crossed. So, in other future DC news, we talked about some of the more um, like safe bets or not like so much attention, and, and one of those is this Birds of Prey. Uh, film and apparently we have some plot details that are rumored unsubstantiated but we are not an official DC show so so we we can say whatever we want we yeah. can talk about anything in rumor stage so the plot of this film is expected to revolve around the black mask is suspected to be the villain and i think huntress Yep. is working for Black Mask as an assassin. So this is what Revenge of the Fans goes on to say. The plot involves the main characters above, tri- which are Black Canary, Huntress, Harley Quinn, Renee Montoya, uh, who are trying to save Cassandra Kane, a 12-year-old Asian assassin from Black Mask who was kidnapped, who has kidnapped her and wants to train her to kill for him just like Huntress used to do. Montoya, who is a Gotham police officer, realizes that the birds of prey aren't entirely bad and ends up helping them on their quest to save the young assassin. Scott, like, and maybe it's just because it's like female-led actioner feels a little Kill Bill esque. I could see that. Do you get a little of that Kill Bill vibe, like that. working, yeah. like kind of being into this real, um, this almost cult-like leader, but yes. then realizing that this guy is the worst, totally. and then like, and also you know the the youth. I'm thinking of like young Mariko. Love Kill Bill, by the way. Me too. One of my faves, and, and it is a superhero movie for sure for the ages. Um, There's a couple other things that Revenge of the Fans said uh, that we won't see Kane get rescued until the finale, and that will be the big reveal then. Right. Uh, and then also that there's going to be an epic cameo. Ha! Huh. That's what we got. Ha! Huh. Epic cameo. Any guesses? Um, I mean, Batman's the obvious one. Do you think an epic cameo could be Joker? No. No, I, I mean again, I, I really don't think it could be Batman because those seem so obvious. But who else is epic in the Birds of Prey verse that would make sense? It's not going to be Shazam. It's not going to be a Green Lantern. What if Ha 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 Wonder Woman shows jokes up? on all of you guys? His final appearance uh, that he was trying to do in Shazam that didn't work out. Henry Cavill has oh signed God. on, that and this epic. was all a big ruse. That would be epic. I would, I would, I would take all the hats off to to Warner Brothers DC for playing the longest, sweetest con, con ever. Not worth it. Not worth it for no. all of this tumultuous. Um, so, who do you guys think the uh, epic cameo would be? That's a good question to throw out there for the people. Write it in the comments in the chat. We're getting a couple already. Senior Nerd says Green Arrow or Dick Grayson. Oh, cool. Scott says Batman or Joker. Uh, w R Carter says. I would need. I really need Batista as Bane there. Um, so a couple different things going on. Tons of Batman. Sky- Bane Batista would be epic. Yeah, epic. Sky I says the Riddler. Not uh, epic. What Ivan epic? says Jason Todd. Not epic. You don't think so? Yeah. Who's mm-hmm. who's gonna? Who the hell is gonna know who Scion Jason Todd says is? Says Amanda Waller, Deadshot. Not epic. Daniel says Doctor Fate. W R Carter says Black Adam. Jay Ray says Batgirl. Oh, maybe we go with the Gotham City Siren spin towards the end and we bring in somebody that we're somebody from the girl gang that eventually we'll be seeing. Batgirl. Because Kane is Batwoman, right? Yeah, so. Later. Yeah. 
Okay, well, uh, does that sound like a movie you want to see? Catwoman, Panther says Booster Gold, tons. Catwoman is the only one that besides a band that I agree with, mm. besides Batman, that what I would consider epic. Like, yeah, Catwoman Kyle. showing up. Because, because I'm thinking, when you say epic cameo, I'm thinking something that's going to have a hit in the face of the audience, like, even if you're not super nerdy comic booky, like, that you'll know what it is. Catwoman would be a big one. Catwoman. Ginger says Catwoman. Penguin. Mm. You don't think that'd be epic? I don't know if it hits. Again, I'm what just speculating. What is your level of epicness? Level of epicness is like, holy shit! It's harder and harder to do these days. We've seen so much. J. Ray says Poison Ivy. Okay. Nissan Nightwing. <laughs> I mean, we says, just saw Dick and the Titans. Like, I don't think, I don't see that Dick in like a year and a half as an epic movie. And Gilbert wants you to know and us to know Kate Kane, Batwoman, Cassandra Kane, Batgirl. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I knew there was a connection there. Uh, not always so up with my recent DC continuity. Um, but I thought that, that sounds like a movie I would want to see. One movie that we're definitely going to see is the sequel to Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman 84, WW84. And we have uh, images of Kristen Wiig. Speaking of feline-focused um, villains... Um, what were we cheetah. talking about that was feline? Catwoman. Oh, cat, cat. oh, wow. Roxy. How little okay. she stays with it. Ah, it um, was a good segue, um, and I think that you nailed it, and then your transition there was really strong, and so that got us from point A to point B, but then I threw in the roadblock, and here we are. And here we are. So we have, is that where, no, what are we yeah, saying? Yeah, so, so here were a couple pictures of Kristen Wiig fighting her attacker. There's like six of them that they released uh, that she's... Just being the person who's kind of get rid of him, and the, he's maybe trying to take a purse or bag. Images are appearing on the screen. It almost looks like they're hot toys. Yeah, kind of. It kind of does. Like, do you yeah. see like, or not so much that She's one, pissed, though. Yeah. Yeah. So is this kind of like early on, is she getting her cheetah powers? And like, is it going to be one of those classic, like, she gets put upon and then like ends up doing some uh, unsolicited, unsolicited ass kicking, like her powers are thrust upon her somehow? Definitely, pos- possibly. Uh, and she does, she looks a little concerned as well. So yeah. maybe something. You're kind of getting that vibe of the of the person that doesn't know quite what's happening to them. And then maybe it overtakes them. Confused, and, concerned, yes. still, still unsure of what is come of her maybe she and diana meet up as friends early on as diana is someone that could be uh, a mentor to her Hmm. and you know maybe there's so do you think that she knows that diana is wonder woman maybe diana seeks her out maybe diana sees something in the news of what what you know barbara manava yeah and she looks it up and she's like we need to talk we need to talk you know and then i don't know just speculating. Okay. Um, still no word about Chris Pine. Do you think Chris Pine is what in the whole movie? What do you mean no word? Like, still well, don't we know. We saw those images of them together. I know, but every hands. time it kind of comes up, it we gets don't know squelched. What he is, There's yeah. really no Yeah, we don't know what's rumor, going on. Except I think the best thing is like what we've speculated that it involves, obviously, like some god is doing a favor or something or messing with her. Yeah. I still feel like it might be a cruel joke and like no, don't somehow be mean. it's going to get pulled away from her. Don't be mean. Really mess her up again? Oh, that seems mean. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but good stuff, right? Yeah. When do we see uh, a trailer for that? When does this happen? Wonder Woman's coming out. I don't know if it's we like see. It's like mid 2019, right? Yeah, it's. Um, let me look up the exact is, month right it's, now. It's this DC film after Shazam. Shazam is. It in... is November 2019. So we're so about late, a year. Later. Mm-hmm. So we're a year. I don't think we see a trailer until. I mean, will they wait for the first trailer till Comic Con? 
Definitely not. Do you think it'll be way before that? Oh yeah. But they waited this a really a huge long movie. They waited a really long time on uh, Aquaman. I wouldn't be surprised. This would be very old school. Uh, before Aquaman, a Wonder Woman teaser. Hmm. Because it's a big hit for them. And they already had to footage tease it a to show a Wonder Woman. Because what other big um, time of going to the movies is there until the summer? Like, you got winter, and you're still a year out. They definitely have footage. They can. I would just like to see, to connect, uh, you know, you get your newest Shazam trailer and a teaser. I'm talking, like, one of that early... Early, almost nothing exposed. That's what I want. Mm. I'm calling it. Okay. I'm calling it. You want to take me on that? I can tell you want to take the other side on that. So there's the Lego movie 2 in February. We could try to uh, put it before that. Sure. Trying to just look at any other option. Do you think that they go across the pond and wait until Captain Marvel and try to... And try to. Uh, I mean, take you have Shazam. Off. Shazam is the next obvious spot. Yeah. For a real trailer. But that's not until April, which you're saying might be too late. No, it's not too late. I mean, it's still plenty of time. But I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if we saw a first teaser in the winter of 2018. Mm. That could be mm. crazy. I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, we love hearing what you guys think. Um, do you want to see talk about Joker stat photos? Possible spoiler here, so it's not too big a spoiler. I did look at it, but if you want to be completely fresh on Joker, this news piece was linked with a spoiler warning. So you've had your fair chance to disappear for 180 seconds. Um, this is just a, a picture of, of, of the Joker in the back of a cruiser looking really happy, yeah. being hauled off to somewhere. So the speculation was that, oh, it's toward the end of the film when he's going away to Arkham. Mm-hmm. So I don't really find that a spoiler that the Joker may or may not end up in jail. He also has probably been in several cruisers. I mean, we know that this is going to be a guy who goes through an arc in this film. He does not going to start off as a villain. He starts off... As a maybe failed comedian, I don't even know anarchist. if he'll fully end full blown villain. We don't know where where we get to in this movie. I mean, I would think you have to because that would be the story worth telling, right? Like right. character starts but it here. It could be literally last thirty seconds of the film. We see that that's the direction he's going to go. So you think he might effectively still be our hero of the film? Yeah. For a certain point, and then it kind of twists on you. I do think maybe. See, that's what's brilliant about this idea. Like, the idea that, like, people think, oh, you're rooting for the villain. But, like, every mob movie is rooting for the villain. Mm-hmm. Every movie Did about a guy. watch The Sopranos? Yeah, every. There are so many stories where we're rooting for the most morally reprehensible people. Oh, my God. One of my favorite shows of all time. Better Call Saul right now. Love it. Breaking my heart. Breaking my heart Sometimes on a The basis. Wire. So... Um, I think that's a great call. Like, you know, I had always suspected, oh, at a certain point he's bad and then maybe we have, you know, Zazie Beats or someone else. But yeah, maybe he is effectively our hero in this film and then he ends in a really know. bad place. I don't know. The, there's a lot of <clears throat> speculation in the chat about it as well. What do those bozos have to say? Uh, Ivan Soto says, how can we root for the Joker at all? Nissan says, no, Joker, Joker is not a hero. I don't think either Adam nor myself are calling him a hero. Just in this movie, we'll see... Yeah. How how quickly he becomes the Joker I mean, and hero, how much he's a person. Hero from the uh, storytelling Telling perspective, yeah. not hero is in. Yeah. <coughs> hmm. I mean, because if he does end in a, if he starts in a place and then ends as this awful villain that we know him as, that to me is is a tragic ending, and that's potentially good storytelling. So, 
you know, I don't think you got it. You can't go into the movie saying like, oh, I know he's the Joker. He ends up like you have to see the story that's presented and the character that's presented and go on that ride. Yep. That's kind of what's excited about a, an Elseworld DC film. Like Agreed. you don't know this story. Agreed. Agreed. There's other other Joker bit that we got too. What's that? What do you want to talk so about? The the Batmob this is a interesting one because talk about DC movie rumors. <laughs> we have no idea exactly what this is. This is a YouTube video that was uploaded uh with the subject or with the title, quick glimpse of current Batmobile being used in filming of New Joker movie in Newark, New Jersey. And then there is this video that Batman Anthony can have us check out. Okay, let's see this video. It's essentially exactly what it just read as, which is them just you pulling the Batmobile. Now that's the that is the Bill Dozier '66 Batmobile, right? Yeah, which they called the current Batmobile, but that's not the current Batmobile. That's what the t- title is, but no. Okay, so um, did anybody do the research? Was there any kind of auto show? I mean, they have these Batmobiles going to every kind of thing. Batmobiles appear at car dealerships. I mean, that's what exactly fairs. everybody in the comments has said because there's there's almost eighty thousand views on this, uh, and people are saying, "Calm down, guys." There was a Comic Con, and they drove the car from the con to Newark Airport. Other people are saying it's one of the few replicas of the Batman sixty six television show car, but. For some reason, this person uploaded it and it's getting a lot of buzz. Yeah, just because it was in the same gen- – it was like they were both in Jersey or something. Yeah. I think because the fanboy um, brain, myself included, was like, oh, in a world where Batman was in this film, in the 80s? It takes place in the 80s, the Joker film? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what that would cool – like how cool it would be to see a retro Batman and people immediately want to say, oh, it's Thomas Wayne. It's Flashpoint mm-hmm. Universe. Like – all right. Yes, that would be great. I don't think there's a world in which that's happening, but uh, yeah. yeah, I can understand the desire to go there. Like seeing a retro Batman in full action, kind of cool, would be amazing. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. But we're we're maybe going to see that on Gotham, right? Last episode of Gotham, we're going to get. <laughs> well, finally, I've pushed through all of the seasons to get it to that point. Ooh, <laughs> I, I actually have... like the show. I really do. Um, and then what was this last thing we wanted to talk about? Gal Gadot rocking yeah, some Crocs. Yeah, so uh, we could check out this video as well because she just is so freaking adorable. She's amazing. So she, uh, somebody posted on Twitter who was at this. Apparently, fans were watching her. She's in full blown costume. I don't know exactly what she was doing that that Wait, she was she's having in the this Wonder conversation. Woman costume with Crocs. Yes, yes, with Crocs. With Crocs. Like Deadpool so you style. Only, you only see that she's in Crocs. Batman Anthony in the booth. If you want to hit this for us, um, you see she's talking, and then like finally we get a higher angle. And if you look at her feet, because she looks like full blown Wonder Woman, full costume. We pull out, and you see she is in absolute. Oh, look at her. She is wearing her absolute Crocs, straight up. Bringing but they kind of grounds back. her a lot, right? Yeah. You know, seeing her in those like high heel, ridiculous boots. And uh, the person who posted on Twitter was is at Love for Gal, and she co- posted it and said she's so cute, please. And then she wrote another uh, post that said, "Leave Gal and her Crocs alone," because people were like, "I just want to say one more time and chat roll." You guys got to be with me on this. There was something so epic about going to see that Christmas time movie, one of my favorite times of year to go to the movies. And before you see in 2019, just a quick shot, something, logo, I'm talking nothing. They would be crazy not to do it. Be because cool. look at that kind of response. I know. This Over is, somebody in Crocs. This is the best thing 
that Warner Brothers, I think that is uh, objective, right? Like, you can't argue that. Like, the best thing that they have to put... She is the ambassador. She is the out-and-out star of the franchise of the universe right now. Yeah, I agree. For DC. I agree. I completely agree. Mark in the chat is saying, what are those? Uh, in case anybody doesn't know, Crocs are a type of shoe. <laughs> We're not talking about an animal? Uh, I, think or she was a- at, I think he might be actually doing a Shuri Black Panther reference. Oh. What are those? Oh. When uh, T'Challa has the animal. Capitalize. That's exactly what it must yes. be. I love it. Good catch. Exactly. Good catch. Ooh, I feel you, young and hip. You, do you feel young and hip enough to move on to my favorite part of the show? Oh my god, we've spent so much time doing the other stuff, and there's like more of this other stuff. All right, we got a good. I know. It's time for what? It's time for Rocks and Strass. Do we go? Yes, he is. So do you mind? Also, Mikey, Christmas time. DC movie news. It's time to talk. Before we get into it, speaking of Johnny being fine, don't forget to follow him at Jay Quasto, but also he's got his comedy special that he's taping November 11th at La Brea Improv that is he's calling the biggest night of his life, uh, and he's putting so much time, energy, money into this, and tickets for you guys are free, so I know yes. uh, that I think I'm going to make it down. I'm going to go to the late show. You're going to go to the late one? Yeah. I was trying to go to the early no, one. No, go to the late one, then we can all hang out afterwards, and no more pressure. I think we should go to the late one. I'm going to work on Roxy to go to the late one, but if you go to either one, there's a chance you'll see somebody yeah. in addition to Johnny. Uh, I'm going to go to the 9 o'clock show. We oh, should go. Goodness. And also, uh, Mike Kalinowski is not here. <laughs> That's true, too. But, that, but I don't know if he's promoting anything right now. He's got tons of stuff going on, actually. Does if he? Well, if you're watching him over as his KO corruption over at uh, Schmodown, and yeah, he check out his Twitter, at Mike Kalinowski. I mean, it's a little close to the vest. I haven't kept up with his career because, you know, yeah, kind of... I was walking from... I was shooting for one of the shows that I do, Only Stupid Answers, yesterday, and I'm walking out of the studio, and Mike is standing right there, opening up a door to something and mm-hmm. i was like hi hi mike i i shoot next to his apartment oh. every week wow and had no idea and that's where he lived are you just giving people too yesterday. much information that they could piece this together if they really tried to or no nobody knows where that is okay great no definitely not. i just want to make sure and it's in arizona there's a lot of people that are nice to you online, but sometimes it crosses that line into uh, yeah, familiarity. Yeah, no, no idea where, where the shoot is. And actually, we've moved three times. So Great. Good, good luck finding it. Uh, <laughs> best of luck to you. Let's talk about some TV. We finally, finally are in the season where we got some episodes back. We got a Black Lightning. We got a Titans. We got an Arrow. We got a Flash. We got a Supergirl. We actually have two Titans. Have you seen all of it? Of what? All of that. I've watched all of them, yes. Wow. You're yes. so good. Okay. First, and I want to ask back. you. Guess how, who's back? How is Supergirl? Doing the dance. Doing the dance. Yeah, well, for all that TV, you deserve a dance. I really like Supergirl. I think that they're doing a, a great job with it. I'm loving the new character, Nia Niles, and she is a little mini Kara almost, and she's doing a great job. I think that I didn't miss Win at all, and I thought I would, so that's good. He's off the show? I like, yeah, I like where they're going with Brainy's character. He's mm-hmm. really cool. Alex. Is that Brainiac from the future? Yeah, Brainy Five, great. and he is just. Like, trying, yeah, he's very funny in this episode. I won't give two spoilers because, in case you guys haven't seen it yet. And obviously, I know some of you guys are overseas. We're talking about Supergirl season four, episode yep. one, the premiere. So we're on the first episode. Um, okay, so Supergirl, I haven't yes, seen that. I'm I, yes about it. And Black Lightning? Very yes about this, too. We're two episodes deep into Black Lightning. I thought the premiere was better than the second episode, but it's still really good. But every episode we have of Black Lightning, they have some weird sexual conversation. The first week, it was about 
uh, about erectile dysfunction. Mm. And the second week, it was the kids talking about hearing their parents having sex and being excited for them. Oof. And that was a, a woof moment for me. Other Real than that, life. the show is really good. The whole thing about the pods is really interesting. And I'll be excited to see what happens uh, with Anissa and her character because she is being very boisterous. Boisterous. Boastful. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, she is going around She's like high fiving people and okay. bragging about who she is and all super this stuff. Confident. So and uh, Black Lightning's like, Mm-mm, girl, you're is she um, is she a superhero now in the show? Yeah, yeah and is she out? Uh, are you talking about out of the closet, or are you talking about, is she, or do people know who she is? As a, do people know who she is? No, she is out of the closet though. Yes. Yes. Yes to being a right. lesbian. No to people knowing okay. that it's her. Great. Yes. I, I I fell behind on a lot of these shows, and I would like to just kind of jump in because like it just. It, I think Black Lightning. You can Black Lightning. You can start with season two. It's pretty. It's pretty. It just gets it gets so buried down, and like <clears throat> when you're looking at like down the barrel of like 42 CW shows to catch up to current continuity, I'm like Especially I just don't have the bandwidth. Especially if you're trying to do the DC app shows now, and those will be spinning off. But we we did get Arrow. I know you watched that. I actually, yeah, I didn't watch the second half of last season. And the, sometimes the cool thing about not watching every episode of a season is that it makes mystery happen. Like you kind of don't know. Like it opens season jail. I have no idea how that happens, <laughs> and it kind of makes it a better show. Did you like watching jail? Arrow. I loved the tone of this episode so much. It was one of the most enjoyable great episodes, scenes, great fight scenes. But the problem, and I've said this before, that I always have with these shows is that they go on too long, they meander, and they get repetitive. So they always start strong and maybe end strong, and it's always in the middle. So I'm, that's why I'm so excited about like the Titan shows and the app shows. Give me smaller, leaner storytelling, and it's easier to stick around with. So I, I loved this Arrow. I loved his look. I loved his jail look. And then the twist at the end. Holy freaking lost. Yeah. 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 So a lot of people are questioning. uh, This does get into spoiler territory. So spoiler coming ahead for Arrow. Potential spoilers for Arrow. A lot of people are questioning. Are they trying to are they trying too hard to show us that Roy actually took over the mantle of being Green Arrow? Or is that a swerve and it's not Roy who's being Green Arrow? At the end of the episode, spoilers, that was Roy. Mm-hmm. It was Colton. Is Carlton? What's his name? Colton Hayes. Okay, I wasn't even sure. That, was, that was him and the son of <laughs> right. of Oliver. Right. Like ten years in the William. future, or yes. something like that. Eight, ten years. But then in we're the also future. seeing that there's a green arrow going around in our time. On our so timeline. So you're saying is it? Are they making it too obvious that Roy looks like the, the current Green Arrow? Yes. And is that a swerve? Yes. I think that's the questions you should be asking. Yeah, and other people are wondering: Is that actually Felicity? Is she the one who's being Green Arrow right now? It is a very slender Green Arrow. Hmm. Maybe. Definitely has a slender. Maybe. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, it would be interesting to see. I, I'm really excited for the direction of that show. I wasn't. I wasn't in love with the first episode, but I, I did like it enough. I am into Flash this season. We're on episode two of Flash, and I would catch back up on this one. I think maybe I'm caught up good. on this one. Oh, Flash. this is the show that you I am two days on. I actually have 20 more minutes in this current episode. How are you feeling so far? Um, um, yeah, good. Yeah, I, 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 Flash is always entertaining. I like, I like the love lessons that we're getting this week. The 26 lessons from Ralph Dibney to Cisco. Oh, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ralph Dibney has been, he's honestly one of the best additions to that show. Has kept it interesting. I do like the new costume, too. I like the comic book Mm -hmm. uh, redness of it all. And I like Nora. Me, too. A lot of people think it's too domey. How do you feel about that? Too domey? Domey in the the brain. Yeah, I see that. It's a bit space domey. I like the dome. It doesn't like, yeah, I see what I mean. It doesn't like get right on the head like that. No, I did actually have that thought. But the color is is cool to see. Um, Now let's talk about one that I can talk about 
about. Titans, but you're one episode behind now. Yeah. So you've seen the first one, uh-huh. and you're smiling, which makes me know we I, don't agree. Okay, so I don't know if you guys pay attention, but I have an ongoing battle with the DC Universe app. Nothing against the app or the show or anything, but... It doesn't I, go onto your TV. It doesn't go onto my TV. And my thing is, I have an Xbox, a PS4, a smart TV, an iPad, an iPhone, and between all those things, I can't make it go to my TV. And, and a lot of you guys have been very helpful, and people... Thank you, Batman, Anthony. Yeah. And then people were like, just get a Chromecast, dude. That's what I had to do. I so Chromecast 35 bucks. So I'm about to do that. By the way, go on Amazon. You can't get a Chromecast on Amazon. Yeah, Because it's like they're Chrome. competitors. Mm-hmm. So it's all these fake-ass Chromecasts. I know. Thank you, Batman, Anthony. So I have nothing. So what did I do? I finally broke down and watched the show on my iPad. And I got to tell you, when a show is that dark, it's not good to watch on a freaking iPad. That being said... Am I right, Anthony? You can also get an HDMI uh, cable to connect from your computer to your TV. But I don't have a. I have a computer. I only have an iPad. You have no computer. <laughs> Love it. So true. Yes, you can. You can do that. Um, Titan certified fresh and Rotten Tomatoes at eighty four percent. I drive. I've- could not disagree with you more about this show. Anthony would uh, suggest a uh, Apple Home or Apple TV. Okay, that's another freaking device, man. So let me let me tell you that every person I've talked to is loving the show. Okay, I thought episode two was slightly better, but still garbage. And I am the only person I've talked to who. So what was it that you really didn't like about the show that made that made it go from like I'm not sure to garbage? Like why why this garbage? Number one, Raven as a character, I think that she's so whiny, and we're focusing on her way too much. Number two, I thought it looked like crapola. When we see in episode one that Beast Boy as the tiger, yeah, I thought the tiger looked like uh, like I literally drew him, Aww. and then he and then that's what it was. And then we didn't, we barely have seen him at all. The fact that yeah, we did not introduce fine. Hawk and Dove yeah. in the pilot at all, spoilers. Yeah. That's insane. Great. I hated that, okay. especially because Alan and Minka are probably my two favorite performers. Okay, so that really bothered me. Okay, I didn't like anything. Can I can I address some of those I points? I do like the actress that plays Starfire. Okay. I will say to those points, Roxy, I disagree with you in almost every regard. I will agree that, yeah, the Raven, that's your choice. If that bothers you, that's valid. Okay? I don't necessarily agree. We've seen that type before. We've seen that. It's like, like the Kitty Pride getting us into the X-Men world kind of. I loved seeing Grayson's backstory in her vision before we find Raven. I love the fact that it only focused on three people and gave us a teaser of Beast Boy. I thought that was better storytelling than trying to fit all of them into one show. I love that we're going to now focus on Hawk and Dove in the next one. I like that kind of serialized storytelling. I thought that the fight scene with Robin that I'd heard was so graphic and over the top, maybe I was a little bit prepared for it. I thought it was great. I thought Robin looked great. He I looks thought, so young. I think he looks great. Uh, you think too young to be a detective? Yes. I mean, yes. Maybe, but he's and also probably the two, best cop. When you see episode two, too young to have the storyline that they're telling him. Okay, listen. I don't know about that, but I, I will say... My reaction to, like, a Batman-esque character in a TV budget, which we have not seen too much in the world, I thought it was really good. Nissan2008 just said, Roxy, you just don't like dark, in my opinion. Uh, I, what are you talking about? Did you not just hear my Sopranos Breaking Bad, The Wire, some of my favorite shows of all time? I mean, I watch dark all the time. I love dark. This was not that dark. But they're saying, like, you love iZombie, you like the other CW shows. I like a lot of Okay, I was also happy to see that in a Berlanti show that that slice of it 
No, Gotham is campy as get out. Some, it the is first, campy the dark. first season. Yeah. And then it got weird and it dark. It did. It got weird. Um, I th- I like the darkness of this show. Again, this is not like... Yeah, most of the chat's agreeing with you. I, I really do. And Rick, I like Starfire Ricky Middlesworth even. in the chat. Yes, Adam, Ricky preach. Ricky, why are you on the show today? Thing. We asked you to be here. Where Starfire's whole thing, like in German, and I don't know why she doesn't know who she is, what she is, Jason Bourne kind of thing. Yeah, going but on I there. don't like that because I'm already confused, and you being confused is making me more confused. No, that's not confused. That's asking questions. No. That's storytelling. That's yeah. opening questions that you don't yeah. know the answers to. Goodbye. Well, listen, I'm... I'm I'm happy I'm to disagree with, it, with you. You should. Because paying I'm, I'm just happy money. To, yeah. Um, because bang? Because paying money. Because money. Oh, because you're paying already. <laughs> what am I going to do? <sighs> exactly. So I'm either going to have to plunk down 35 because you can't get DC to say like, oh, we'll have it on PS4 with this. So I'm going to get that stupid Chromecast thing. Whatever. Um... Uh, what else? What else did you want to talk about? We got Legends of Tomorrow happening. I believe yeah, so we- I was excited when I heard this, uh, and I know that you were too. Legends of Tomorrow, they had a trailer. All the all the shows have been doing these trailers, and finally they're coming back next week. They dropped the name Swamp Thing in there. I know uh, a Swamp Thing. Yeah. <laughs> and the second it happened, I was like, ooh, Adam. Oh, oh, my, oh, my Ryan. Yeah. I, do, I do declare. I do declare. I do declare. <laughs> uh, which is pretty awesome. More Legends news, by the way. Uh, they've been talking about not being a part of this crossover as we know there's going to be a crossover between Supergirl, Arrow, and uh, Flash and that crossover is going to be the crossover in which we see Superman and Lois Lane and we're also going to meet our Ruby Rose Batwoman. Right. But Legends is not part of the crossover this year. Right. And so they came out and said they had their own crossover plan for the week of the crossover in which they are going to cross over with themselves. Oh my, so does that mean that we're going to get like Rip Hunter, we're going to get like old school legends? This is what it is. During the week that all other crossovers are happening, we will essentially be crossing over with ourselves. That uh, is coming from Kido Shimizu, uh, who is a showrunner of Legends, mm-hmm. and uh, he says that they, they're in an episode with that will traverse alternate time periods. Oh, okay, cool. So we're going to be going that back to past episodes of Legends of Tomorrow. Katie Lott says that particular episode is insane. I think they wanted to do something special since we weren't going to be doing the Elseworlds crossover. So it says you'll see a lot of different sides of the legends. Me thinks we're going to get a little Back to the Future flavor there, in, interacting with each other. Yeah. No, that's great. That That is... <laughs> we're, and by the way, we're not invited to your crossover, so we're going to cross over with ourselves. Yes. I love that. Pretty pretty epic. We got, speaking of the crossover, an Elseworlds poster. A lot of people are loving this with Stephen Amell uh, in the Flash costume and Grant Gustin in the Arrow costume, which was posted, by the way, by Stephen Amell and that is how this came out to the world. It's interesting. He does a lot of the, yes. from his Twitter, a lot of information that I get about the show comes from him. He is a producer on it. He so has also been a, a super pro, you know. He's, he's been, done a great job being this DC He's boy. a great spokesperson. Yeah, he is a great spokesperson. Um, is anybody concerned that he's going to look so good in the Flash outfit it's going to be hard to go back to Grant? Some people are saying he looks much better in it because Grant has all of that big hair and uh, Stephen Amell does not. So it doesn't look as domey on him. Him. And because of the beard, it doesn't look as strange not having that chin strap. So yeah, I, I mean, and I kind of think that Grant's going to look great as Green Arrow too. I do, too. I really do because too. that one can sort of lend itself to a baggier kind of look almost. Yeah, I know what you mean. And it's like what, what that, that. Okay, well, I will say the one thing about the current Flash suit on Grant is like you see how skinny this guy is. Yeah, you really do. You and really which do. makes sense for a speedster, but. 
It also he's is, talked about it. He came out in the news. He was really upset that people were saying that because he, he looks skinny. He, yeah, he says he has a he's had a problem putting on weight his whole life, and he ah oh, well there's, there's a whole there's a whole I don't mean to bully Grant Gustin. I'm just saying I did there's notice the movement. fact that he's very skinny. There's a whole Grant uh, Gustin. Well, but listen, movement. we see even big guys are wearing padded suits in the Superman movies, right? right? Like Ben Affleck is huge. He still wore fake muscles. Zachary Levi's got fake muscles. I have them on right now. Roxy has fake muscles, fake forehead, mm. and Whoa, also what's his them. face? Hellboy is fake muscles. Let, I got a fake butt on right now. Let's talk about this is something you were really excited about, Adam. Another part of the Elf Worlds crossover that was revealed, which was an image of Superman rocking the black suit. This is such an example of Berlanti verse being able to answer the fans immediately and give us like it's all those guys like yeah guys we know about all that Justice League stuff and all this stuff like. They know we want this, and but they can make Tyler this happen. But here's Tyler Hecklin, and here he is in the black suit. So there you guys go, uh, which is pretty awesome. Also, this image was brought to us by... He looks like he's wearing Stephen some muscles. Or... Who? Stephen Amell? No, Hecklin. Look at the picture of that. I mean, I know he's... He's very, very great shape, but that's the serious chest up there. Uh, it's not the chest that you're looking at as much as it's the cape behind him that's making him look wider. Oh, I see. You're right. It is a bit of an illusion, yeah. isn't it? Black on black makes anybody look good. Black on black! I the time. Do you think we should keep going with that? Yep. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, this is a question. Are they developing a Superman series? Now... I read this entire article from <laughs> Fandom Wire, and the the title of this article by Andrew Gifford is Exclusive WB Developing Superman TV Series. After reading this article, I have no idea why they're saying that other than the same rumors that have been going around, right. which are that he's going to be in this crossover, we are meeting a Lois Lane, they, meeting he, a Lex Luthor. Meeting Lex Luthor, a Lex Luthor. All of those things might lead to that, but there is no new information about a Superman I, series I, I, that I, I can I, tell. I would say it's probably also based in part around the fact that as we've seen the plans for any character that was going to be used by a big studio in a movie, as that, exactly. as that gets loosened up, then they're allowed to use them. We've seen it with Deathstroke. We know we're getting a new Deathstroke in the Titansverse. Um, hate to say it, but Superman is a marketable character. If they really are not going to be making a movie like for five to ten years, then why not have a Superman show in development? Um, because they might just think that that's where they can make quicker, easier money with the character. I know nobody wants to address that, but I mean, that could be when, when they say no plans for a Superman movie, that could be five, six years. I know. There's a lot of movies in the pipeline, uh, which would suck. But that could be what we're looking at. Here. I know. And so all of those bits and pieces that we've all put together as fans, that is why this article is saying it, not because they have additional information. It's not like they heard yes. from somebody at WB. It's all because based on that. Yes. Let's right. move on to talk about the show that we are all so excited for, that we have been waiting for with bated breath, that we cannot even handle another day without news from. Pennyworth, the series. Oh, yes. Pennyworth is cast their Thomas Wayne, uh, which we can take a look at. Uh, and that is Ben Aldridge, somebody who I am not familiar with. Adam, any idea who this Ben Aldridge no. is? Cool. 
Good talk. I do want to ask the chat roll one thing. I would yeah, like to see if a comic book nerd can answer me this. Because this whole thing seems to be based around the mythology of Alfred's past with his special forces yep. and army and stuff. And I would like to know, at what point in the comic history did Alfred get that backstory? Because it was pretty far into it. I'm wondering, is that like a year one or post thing? I would love to know that answer because it's interesting. Like, that is something that's been brought into Alfred. At some point, he became less of just this, the, the butler and the manservant. And he became kind of like with Jeremy Irons. And let's just take a, a second to appreciate and feel bad for the fact that we're not going to get to see Jeremy Irons as Alfred Possibly. again. Because mm-hmm. that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, say what you want. Yeah, seeing him like fixing vehicles and stuff, like that's too bad. But um, so Alfred's character has kind of changed. Certainly Michael Caine's character had that backstory. Um, and now they're kind of building a thing about Alfred's backstory and and, and maybe and the Wayne family, I guess. Yeah. What do you yeah. think about this? Uh, I think I don't care at On all. Epics, this is going to be. Uh, yeah. So I don't epics care also have Get Shorty. Get yeah, Shorty is one of my favorite so. shows. Yeah, Get really, Shorty with Chris it. O'Dowd. I don't watch it. Is Chris O'Dowd is awesome. So this actor comes from Rain, but Ben Aldridge was not the only person that we cast in this series. We also cast Jack Bannon, who is playing none other than Alfred himself, which is actually the other picture that you had up right. there. Yeah, that Anthony. So, oh, God. I don't know either of these actors. I'm, I don't know Epic's work very well. I don't know if I'm interested in this story. I'm just going to have to give it a shot and try to keep my expectations somewhat low going into it. Uh, and unless you have other thoughts about it, I suggest you do the same. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the best thing, one of the best things going for it right now is the fact that Get Shorty is a surprise as one of the most enjoyable shows I've watched. I've watched Caught Up both first seasons. It is so well done. It balances humor and everything. That's just on the same network as there. That's just to say that maybe they're going after better programming. Yeah. Uh, and I've heard Berlin Station is also really a good show, too. So they're really? an up-and-coming network. I haven't heard network. anything about it. So this is also one of those projects where it's like, I don't, yeah, I'm not clamoring for it, but it also has as good a chance as anything of being the best show ever. Yeah, It's yeah. just not like... It, totally. But it, it's going to also just have to be made and written by great people. It's not like there's all this source material there. Yep, agreed. Something I am excited for, though, is Lex Luthor, who is coming to Supergirl. Somebody in the chat said I said that it was happening in the crossover. I don't remember saying that. If I if I, did. I said it happened oh, in the crossover. No, that's not happening. Not happening. Uh, he is coming to Supergirl, though. So I okay. think all you were saying was that he was coming on to our DC shows. I said it was going to be in the, in the crossover, okay. but I was wrong. So this is exciting. Um, the executive producers of the show said we're beyond excited to introduce iconic villain Lex Luthor to Supergirl and to weave him into our story this season, which is obviously makes a lot of sense because of the direction they're going. I don't want to give too many spoilers, but we're seeing a lot of Lex Luthor's henchmen and uh, – we are also seeing more tie-in with Lena Luther and Lena's mom and all okay. of that stuff. So it, it makes sense that eventually, if you keep saying Lex, 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 we got to see him. Any thoughts, Adam, on who you would dreamcast? Well, I know a lot of people are reaching out for Michael Rosenbaum. I know. That a is too one-to-one, though. I and, think so, too. And, and while you would expect to see him show up on the show... To play Not his own... Lex, yeah, no, I They agree. just wouldn't do that. I agree. Some um, people were pushing for... Uh, Walter White for for uh, what the what the hell's his name? Why can't uh, Brian, I? Cranston? Brian Cranston, yeah, because they think that oh, he but would he's look really way good. old to be her brother. Be, yeah, yeah it's going to be much younger. That's very true. Much much younger. Oh, he is he is way too old to be her brother. Unless uh, you know, step if they wanted to go like a half sibling 
transformation. Well, like like their step siblings, yeah, something. But that's what not the story that they've told so far. No, so, that would be weird. weird. Are you trying to get to a weird like I don't know where you're going with that? No, like I'm, oh we're not we don't have the same mommy and daddy, so it's okay, like kind of thing. Or oh, you try oh some uh, sensuality. Uh, I didn't know. Mm, um, but yeah, mm. I don't know who you, who you fan cast for that. I'm sure there's a lot of great people. Who do you guys role. think? A lot of comments in the chat uh, supporting Billy Zane. Uh, which Billy I've Zane. heard. Get out of here with your Billy Zane self. Why? I've heard a lot of that. That's insane. Eon He's says Berlanti like loves fan service. Rosenbaum could be in it as something. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what we, we are agreeing with you there. So let's move forward and talk about something that is very minor, but has made big waves, which is the fact that we have our quote-unquote first look at Watchmen. Oh, let's watch it. Wow, I can't wait to see all of this footage. It's just going to be so long First and look, interesting. Lindelof's Watchmen show. Hmm. We don't even know if it's called Watchmen yet. Oh, that's true. Is it called Tales of the Watchmen? See, here's the thing. I don't even know if it's playing. It did yep, it already, right? It did it. Yep. All that movement. Batman, yeah. Anthony, thank you for that. So people are talking about this video because there's darkness moving behind, darkness is coming, what references they're trying to make. I looked at this and thought, okay. Huh. Huh. Okay. Interesting stuff. I'm excited to see that show. One way or another, yeah. I expect uh, I expect big things from that. Mm, senior nerd, what if Tom Welling is Lex? Just want to throw that in there. Interesting. Ooh. Interesting. I'll allow it. Ah. Ooh. Ah. I'll allow Tom Welling. So, yeah, I'm excited for Watchmen 2. This didn't make me any more excited, but fine. Yeah. Something. Well, Watchmen as well. I think, as well, I think this Watchmen is more too. an acknowledgement that they started filming. Yes. Right? So yep. this is filming the pilot? Must be. Or the series? Because I know it was, like, picked up while they were filming the pilot two series. Like, initially they just bought the pilot, and then it got announced that it was getting picked up a series. I don't think that – I think this is them starting. This is the pilot. So even I starting think. the pilot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so okay. That is what I feel. Uh, and that, Adam – is everything? Is it for TV time? Wow. Lit chat today, guys. Thanks so much for Thank commenting you. along. Apologies for being late. This was a pleasure. It was a good one on one little duo. Yes. We did it, sir. Um, sorry about the Superman still news, cold everyone. And clammy hands, man. I still want to hear it. what people think about Superman because it sounds like we might be a long way from ever seeing Superman on screen again, and I'm sad about it. But other than that, a lot of good stuff to look forward to. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Take care of your pets, guys. That that's your sign out. You don't want to say where we can find us. Uh, you All can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Adam Gertler. Uh, tune in tonight to FX Movie Download. We'll be doing X Men Apocalypse. I'll Ooh. be there with Sasha Pearl Raver. That'll be fun. And then get yourself a Ninja Foodie that you could find uh, on uh, uh, late night infomercials. If you're uh, still up at three or four in the morning, you might see me selling one. But I really love mine, so get one. Uh, we could talk recipes and take care of your pets. I'm Roxy Stryer. You guys can find me at Roxy Stryer all over the place. Collider Live, Screen Junkies, The Tomorrow Show, anywhere you are, I am too. How creepy is that? Also, Johnny LaQuasto at Quasso. Don't forget his comedy special, Try to Go to the La Brea Improv, on November 11th. And Mike Kalinowski at Mike Kalinowski. I believe it's his birthday next week, so send him some love. Uh, um, yeah, let's get out of here. Bye, Bat and Anthony. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.